where else would you rather be than right here, right now? Hey, UK Bills Mafia. This is Christian Wade of your Buffalo Bills. This is the Red, White and Buffalo Blues, a UK Bills podcast with your hosts, Matt and Alex. Let's go, Buffalo! Woo! Jackson back to throw. Guns it into the end zone. Intercepted! Two yards deep in the end zone. Intercepted by Taron Johnson. And he brings it out. And he's still on the run. He may go all the way. He's at the ball to more 40. The 30 gets a block at the 20. 10, 5. Touchdown! Touchdown! Taron Johnson goes 102 yards with an end zone interception. Touchdown, Buffalo! Oh, unbelievable. The play of the season. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Red, White and Buffalo Blues, a UK Bills podcast, Bills News with a UK twist. And it's win number two in the postseason. Win number two, one more big game to go before we reach the Super Bowl. This beard is still here. You can see how lovely it is. It's not coming off till the Bills lose. And we came, saw and conquered the Ravens. Alex is here with me. Alex, how are you feeling after after last night's game? Uh, pinch me. Uh, is this real? This is... I can't. You're in different, you're <laughs> different screen. Different I mean, this, I think it was after the Chiefs or Titans loss. We said, you know, I think we, we I asked you, was like, was the Super Bowl ever on the table this year? And you were like, no, let's win the division. Let's win a playoff game and I'd be happy. So right now mm. I feel like we're with we're playing with house money. And I wasn't upset when we were sloppy. I wasn't upset when it was tied. Um, but I sure as shit was happy when we won and had that tearing down. <laughs> um, so so I'll so I'll ask you this then. Obviously yeah. we, we went back and we said um said after the Kansas and Titans loss, is it Super Bowl bust and all that? Would you class it as a failure if next week we lose the championship game? Or would you class it as a, as a success that we even reached that championship game? I mean, it's, it's absolutely a success because you look at the trajectory of this team. Uh, we're still climbing. Mm. I'd say maybe if we add, you know, one or two more pieces, then we plateau at the top. And we're, we're right there. Yeah. Obviously, we're about to play in the AFC Championship game. Oh my God, I can't believe I just said that. <laughs> I just, yeah, I, I, I will continue to be shocked by this, but also, we fucking deserve to be here. Mm. I mean, exactly. All season long, if player A doesn't step up, player B does. If player B doesn't step up, player C does. If the offense has a mid game, the defense picks up for it. If the defense isn't doing too great, Allen throws for 400 yards and four touchdowns. This was a game where we were getting punched in the mouth and we punched back. This was a team, mm. the Ravens, that were able to give us a new identity, a new level, uh, you know, like a new commendation. Because this was the yeah. most physical game that we've played all year. This was the most physical mm -hmm. opponent we played all year. We talked in the preview show. The Bills are a finesse team. And today, I mean, last night, well, yeah, today for us, yeah, um, 
yeah. to prove that we can play this style of football as well. Mm. So, yeah, absolutely. That this is, uh, you know, a success, no matter how you put it. And if we do lose to either Kansas City or Cleveland, I won't be upset because I know we'll be back here next year. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I think I think with it, it's 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 good because we had that. It seems like we took the game plan that we had last year with um, with Jackson and actually um and implied it again which was which was good i mean i and think we improved think... upon it actually i mean when you look at the amount of pressure that we brought on him uh that wasn't really evident last year so i think, I think no I, to be honest i don't know if you if you can check it or not i have a feeling that yeah let me look kept... at the pressure rate from last year's game yeah because i mean i think Jackson, he threw 162 yards. He rushed for 34. I think last year he threw for like 169 and rushed for like 44. Yeah, 50 I mean, yards. contain, yes, but I'm talking about our defensive line. Oh, the game where yeah. they weren't expected to do anything got pressure on 55% of his dropbacks. Last game, we got pressure on 26% of his dropbacks. We were in yeah. his face all game. We said, hey, mm. your offensive line wants to be aggressive. We could do it. And yeah. I, I, was, I was saying earlier in the game, I was like, man, this is a game where Ed Oliver's size is going to play to a, a massive disadvantage for us. But that dude mm. is strong. I will never, ever again doubt at Oliver. I mean, I wasn't one of those guys who said, oh, he's not on the stat sheet. He sucks. I was never that guy. I was always saying he does things that opens up space for everybody else. But yeah. his ability think... to get off blocks and stop runs and get in, you know, it's just, it's just every single person on that defense did their job to the I best think, of their think... ability and to the game plan just such a credit to McDermott, Frazier, every single coach on that defense. Just yeah, perfect almost. Well, yeah, probably I mean, yeah, they scored three points. I'm gonna say perfect. Yeah, I mean they could have had uh, what they could have had another three six, could have had another what? Yeah, just six they could points. have actually I mean, won that game. They could have had about twenty odd points. Well, yeah, I mean the 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 back quarterback who missed that uh, deep pass to yeah, and obviously the two doinks. Yep. Doink the clowns coming in. Did you, I love watching Tucker be surprised that he missed. Like, yeah, dude, you're not perfect. You're the best kicker mm. probably in NFL history in terms of your numbers. But yeah, just his was hilarious. Yeah. No, exactly. I mean, as you as you're saying with the defensive line and Oliver, I mean, the stats, the stats don't don't matter. I mean, look at Star Lutley last year. He didn't show up on the stat board. People actually were berating him saying he was he's waste of money and all that but it's not the stat sheet it's what he can actually do to disrupt that um that line and last year he was taking up those double teams on there i mean oliver yeah he's come in what was he ninth overall a couple of years ago yeah ninth overall you're expecting him to be the next aaron donald okay he's not put up the stats on there but again as i've mentioned on previous podcasts uh, that i've been on it's not always about the stats. You yeah, can, we can we can go through stats like obviously Josh Allen is now um, now six zero against top ten um, defenses and all that sort of stuff. At the <clears> end of the day, 
it's what happened on the um on the pitch that's going to um define define careers define legacies on there yeah and, it, and, and it's almost a good thing that he doesn't get the stats it's <coughs> time for his contract to be renewed he's not going to really have the stats to say hey pay me like aaron donald so we might be able to yeah. get him at a really good team friendly deal um hmm. i mean there's just there's just so much to talk about in this game uh you know i mean game plan wise you know you know i know bills fans love to take receipts i mean chris sims a dude who loves josh allen picked baltimore rodney harrison again picked baltimore stupid ass dumb old man should go home terry bradshaw picked baltimore these are guys who clearly don't understand steve the old uh steve smith not the carolina wide receiver the other one What's it, what did he go by Stephen A. Smith or whatever? Oh, yeah, yeah. Stephen A. Smith. Yeah, absolutely. These are yeah. guys who clearly don't watch the games because <clears throat> our defensive front seven really matches up well with Tennessee. And Tennessee has played Baltimore like three times, four times in the last two years. Um, and <clears throat> it, it, we did exactly <clears throat> what they did. You know, they said in the playoffs last year that our game against Baltimore created the template for how to beat Lamar Jackson. Yeah. And we just took our template and we improved upon it. And for anybody to say that Baltimore's defense was going to completely shut down Josh Allen, you're crazy. You can't completely shut down Josh Allen. He had arguably his third or fourth worst game of the year, but he Mm. still didn't make any mistakes. Yeah. You know, he played a smart game. Uh, you know, if, if they didn't play in a typhoon, maybe he hits that deep pass to Diggs. you know, mm. um, I, I love to say I was right in Baltimore's one dimensional defense. We were able to completely sell out. That's the defense that we play. We're going to yeah. sell out to stop what you do best. A 50, 50 team, like the Colts gave us trouble. A 50, 50 team like Cleveland or Kansas city will give us trouble. Uh, mm but I don't care because we played Baltimore this week and we had the best game plan to stop them. And, you know, Leslie yeah. Frazier, if he does get a head coaching job now on this game alone, the dude deserved it, mm. you know? Yeah. Well, if he, if, if he does get a head coaching job, this gig, we get a, um, we get an extra a third round uh, compensatory pick um, with the new, uh, new rules going by the NFL. Great. If any team, if any team hires a minority, um, minority play a coach from another team, that team will get um, a compensatory pick, which more likely is always going to be a third round pick. Mm-hmm. So, as much as we hate to see him go, maybe, <laughs> maybe part of it would say, yeah, we get an extra pick on there. But no, well, it's, the good it, thing it, about Leslie Frazier is we don't know how much of that defense is McDermott. Yeah. So if Frazier goes, no, exactly. clearly McDermott is still here. I wouldn't imagine we lose a step on defense, whether we bring yeah. in an internal hire or not. You know, successful teams have this problem. They talk about losing their coordinators. Whenever we would talk about losing a coordinator, it's because we fired one of them. Mm. This is just such an amazing place to be in. You know. I mean, <clears throat> I mean, you've got the Chiefs. They've got Eric Benemy, who still hasn't got a um, a head coaching job, and that's. That's kind of what, well, kind of worries them for the rest of the league because he's still going to be tied to Mahomes and yeah. obviously the. Yeah. I mean, the everybody from the coaching tree gets a job, you know, so it's weird that he hasn't. Yeah. Yet. I mean, even McVay's coaching tree 
is actually getting more jobs <laughs> at the moment. But but no, it's it's a game. It was a game where I think I'm glad I had I had my knee in a brace or I have my knee as it is because there were times where it actually stopped me from from jumping up and down and causing more damage to it. So how did you celebrate that Taron Johnson interception? Uh, it was it was just me pumping my fist, knocking my head, just moving every part of my body apart from my uh, apart from my legs yeah, on there. Obviously, that that's a that's woke. a celebration where you need your legs. I mean, I jumped off the couch. Um, my wife, who was half asleep, she even started freaking out. Uh, it was just. Yeah, uh, I mean, I couldn't. It was beautiful. I already woke my I already woke my missus up once um, when I was actually just getting out of bed um, yeah. to watch the game. As uh, you took as a nap, my crutch. Yeah. Hey, you napped. I had about I had about what hour hour kip yeah. or something like that. But well, watching the crutch. Packers game, I was like, shit, I should go to sleep. But I was, <laughs> I wasn't nervous like I was for the Colts no. game. I was excited, but also a little bit subdued. I just wanted to watch good football. And man, no, exactly. Yeah was not good football um i said on twitter like you know if you're not a fan of these teams this game sucks and it was a lot like the jacksonville game where it was just like ugh, this is just Mm. defense i mean this is just defense is doing their job which uh i mean if there's no interceptions or sacks and it's really not that exciting but no exactly uh, I'll, i'll take it you know when it's a w i don't care what it looks like especially in the playoffs so anybody yeah, no. assholes like nick wright if you're going to go out there and say, oh, Allen didn't do enough, you know, hey, teams win like this in the playoffs. So if anybody has a Stop criticism it. of anybody on this team, you can go fuck yourself. Stop giving him airtime. People I can't stop help giving it. this I can't help bastard it. it. It's like it's like that Jerry Coleman guy from last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You Stop. know, it's just one of those Stop. things where I see right through him. He's someone who is just playing a character to get that yeah. he's not a morally you know uh honest human being at all he's just playing a character he's doing it for kicks he's just a bankrupt soulless human being mm, no exactly but let's so, talk about the bills let's not talk about yes. the haters. let's talk about the bills i mean taron johnson first and foremost right yeah I mean, everyone, everyone started picking on him at the beginning of the season. Yeah, I mean, I think that. was it the Arizona game. He got roasted in man-to-man coverage a few times. Yeah. But that's, but, a, I mean, the resiliency of this team, right? I mean, mm. he's he gets called on nickel blitz a few times and makes great. No, that was Levi Wallace, right? Yeah, Levi Wallace on a, on, a, on, a, on a corner blitz. I think they rotate it. Yeah, but I mean, just his his work in the zone you know, I mean, Lamar too just stared down Mark Andrews, obviously, you know, but mm. his Taron Johnson's ability to, you know, get out of Lamar's view and then completely make that read just perfect. Yeah. I mean, were you saying just take a knee? Or were you saying mm. go? Because when he made he he made a stutter and then stopped, and I'm like, just go down. I love I it. When, I, I love it when they he, make plays like that, though, because I didn't want the ball at the five, you know. If he if he stuttered in the end zone, I would have said that she um go down, take a knee. But I think I that stutter as soon as he as soon as he stuttered just outside the end zone, mm-hmm. then at that point you just want him to you just have to say run. You, you gotta go. You gotta run, go. bastard, run, run for us, run. <laughs> 
yeah, uh, I mean, for it. He made a great play. I mean, Trey White matching Lamar Jackson's speed. I mean, you love to see that. Mm. Um, just, yeah. oh, man. I, I think... wish it was 102 yards so he could have the record, but it's only yeah. tied for the record. 101 interception uh, return yards for so in the playoffs. Mm. Whatever. Bills are breaking records, tying records all year long. What's another one, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it's the game itself. I mean, you talk about Taron Johnson, you look at this, you look at the whole defensive line. I mean, yeah. beginning of the, in our preview show, I said, keep an eye out on, um, on Trent Murphy. Yeah. Because I mean, he may not, may not have the the stats he may not actually get the the tackles the, he gets, the sacks he gets that. for most games you know he gets a healthy but team, he so. when he came in for the running plays he really set that edge forcing forcing Lamar to either stay inside the pocket or scramble out where we got what was it three sacks two four sacks two by Hughes one from Addison and one from from Levi Wallace it Again, it's, it's it's going back to what we said about obviously Ed Oliver last year, Star Lutelele. It's not always about stats. I mean, we're paying everyone start moaning with Murphy. We we're paying him. He's got a nine million night like, cap hit or anything like that. But that nine million in the in this year in this game has got you to Worth that it. AFC Championship Worth game. It. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. could you honest be, be honest here? Could you see? The likes of Addison, Epinesa, or um, or um, Hughes actually doing what Trent Murphy did and set that edge. They're well, more. I mean, the... Hughes did it, but no, I I I couldn't imagine Epinesa being able to do that yet. Uh, mm. You know, there's just not really enough film on him in the NFL to be able to say if he could have done it or not. I know that he got a few snaps here and there, but it's like Murphy yeah. was. Murphy's skill set is tailor-made for contain, you know. Mm. Uh, just seeing what our defensive line did all game was just perfect to a T. And uh, I, I know that uh, ESPN after the game talked about how the Ravens, I think it was Jeff Saturday, the old Colts offensive lineman, said that the Ravens offensive line is built more for run blocking, not pass blocking. And mm. you, know, you, you look at what we did, we didn't, just try and crash. We didn't just try and beat our guys and try and get a sack. It was <clears throat> contain, contain, contain. <coughs> then when Lamar yeah. held the ball, then you're slowly collapsing the pocket. It, you know, it was like if if Lamar was claustrophobic, you know, like, you know, this would be a, a good example to show, you know, what happens in that scenario because he played poorly. Mm. You know, it's like... Yeah getting trapped in an elevator, but it's like, you know, it's uh, to say that Star Wars clip where the trash compactor is closing in on you. That's what yeah, our I defensive mean, line did to Lamar Jackson all game last night. I mean, don't be, don't be surprised if you, if you see Trent Murphy next week. I mean, if it's the, if it's the Chiefs, don't be surprised to see Murphy actually um, try and do exactly the same. Cause we know Mahomes likes to scramble as well mm -hmm. on there. Yeah. And he's that, he can be that spy on there, but it's just yeah, the all did round. Murphy, did Murphy play against the Chiefs this year? Uh, Let I me look. He, Keep making your point. I think he did, but it, it's just the I say the whole the whole defense itself. I mean, Edmonds probably had one of his best games this year. I mean, even AJ Klein I mean, when he actually had um, They played their best game on defense. I mean, Milano completely shut down Mark Andrews. Yeah, I mean, okay, there was. 
we've obviously and then we've obviously got Norman. I mean, they only really had um, Marquis Brown that they really threw it to, other than um, other to Andrews, and they were pretty much majority nine times out of ten shut down. There were a couple of times Murphy where didn't play against the Chiefs earlier this year. Okay, but I mean, it's they had apart from right at the end where they where um, Tyler Huntley actually used Sneed quite a bit. I mean, you had Marquise Brown and Mark Andrews, the ones that took the majority of it. Obviously, towards the end, you had Boyking, Sneed, and a little bit of Dobbins um, coming in yeah, on I mean, there. But end of the game, there. I mean, it really was just us playing a, the vanilla defense. So, mm. um, you know, when the game mattered, our defense made plays all over the field. Dobbins had a few. I mean, on that first drive, it was. 10, 12, 9. I was like, oh shit, here we go. But we held them to yeah. a field goal attempt. And that's what no, exactly. you want your team to do. Yeah. I mean, that obviously that interception is the Lamar Jackson up until then never thrown was like Josh Allen since Knock on 2018 wood. when they both came in that never threw a um interception in the red zone. Yeah. The only person now since 2018 not to throw a red zone interception is Josh Allen. 68 red, red zone touchdowns. 43 passing, 24 rushing, one receiving, no interceptions, just one fumble. Mm -hmm. That's Josh Allen's record in the red zone since he's come in. Lamar Jackson was only the other guy that actually can do it. I mean, if that doesn't show how much Josh Allen has actually gone up, um, has progressed as we go along. And I mean, today, as we mentioned earlier, he had um, he had a so-so game maybe there was external factors obviously like the wind a little bit that didn't help on deep balls there were a couple of times where he actually um probably could have done something different with it but it's just showing how how much confidence he has and how much the the uh the front office and the coaching staff have actually worked with him that much that we're getting to that conversation that he is rightfully an mvp um consideration for this year he probably won't get it it'll probably go to aaron Rodgers, but that's fine know I don't that care. he is in that he is in that conversation and next year <clears throat> whether he has the ball or or not he's gonna have loads of offensive coordinators that haven't got a job that actually would want to work with him and obviously you've got dorsey and chad hall who i actually know inside that can just help him expand even more. I think. Yeah, I'm feeling Ken Dorsey for OC like nearly 100%. So, hmm. I mean, let's OC talk about Allen's day. Him. Yeah, okay. Go for it. In, in, our, in, in our fantasy football group chat, uh, we have one guy who, who doesn't pay attention to the chat until after the game. He goes back <laughs> and reads it. And during the game, you know, we critique, you know, I like to break down the plays. Why did you do this? Why did you do that? Did you see this? Did you see that? You know, obviously that's what we do. He says we're too cynical where we critique too much, but th those two words are really important to differentiate between. It's okay to critique. We're not being cynical, you know? Mm. Yeah. Alan's day. Did you expect more? I kind of, I kind of did. I kind of did. I mean, after from the last few weeks where it actually where this offense has actually been lighting it all up and all that, for him to have um, an a meh 
uh, meth game, as you as you put it. Um, still had decent stats, 62.2% completion percentage, 90.4 quarterback rating. I think there could have been a little bit more he could have done on that, maybe on some of those some of those deep balls, maybe there was an option down, or maybe just like the matchup, Diggs got um, got separation, went for it. I think we could have probably expected just a tiny bit more from Allen, but at the end of the day, he he he's got what he's got in front of him. He he makes the plays. I mean, they kept he only had through twenty three completions. I mean, I think any time he throws like under twenty three under 25 or so completions, he is just more than likely that the Bills are going to, to win because there's other, obviously, he makes use of those. I mean, Diggs went for pretty much half, if not more, of um, of oh, yeah. passing it was It was there. Allen and Diggs. Uh, Brown had as, as many catches, mm. not as much production. Mm. But, uh, it, it's interesting to look at this way. Um, our opponent next week, Kansas City or Cleveland, Kansas City put up 34 on Baltimore. Cleveland put up 42 on Baltimore. We were only put only able to put up 17. Wind or no wind, we can't yeah. make excuses for Allen for the rest of his career. We're not no, going to get a dome. Exactly. All right? They're not going to do that. They're not going to build a new stadium and have a dome in two years. Okay? This is a game where he needed to do better. Nothing to mm. Cole Beasley. Weird. Yeah. Uh, Gabe Davis dropped that touchdown. Really tough catch. I can't imagine the completion percentage uh, expected rate on that was anything more than like 20%, you know? Humphreys did have good coverage on him as, of, yeah. on him as yeah. well on that one. So, yeah. Davis in the hand. So there's that. But I don't think that's on Allen. That's on Davis. But <clears throat> the, way he pre- the way he was pressured and I think possibly the lack of a run game removed Baltimore biting on our play action. Yeah. And I think that bothered me because on our one touchdown drive, we ran the ball. Hmm. If we had more of that in the first half, it maybe could have kept Baltimore honest and opened something up. So, Credit to Baltimore. So then, defense, you know, at the so same then would you put that, would you put that on Josh Allen? Um, obviously we know we had, you know, in the past he can, he's, Called audibles, change the plays at the um, at the line of scrimmage if someone doesn't like. But would you put? I'm going to just flip it a little bit just to just to see. Would you put it on Allen or would you put it on Dable? Just sticking to what, sticking to the strength and not putting in the um, the run game on that. I mean, we had what obviously with the couple of um, kneels that Josh Allen did at the end of the game. We had we what um, 29, 30. 30 32 yards on on 16 attempts how many runs did we have in the first half two one one i think i mean you tell me you tell me is that okay that's not okay i mean i i understand that they want to play to their strength but i think i don't know if i can't remember if i did mention it in the um in the uh, in the in the preview show or not, but I understand kind of why they started calling more uh, more pass plays to try and spread it out a bit on there, because um, I know obviously the Ravens like to blitz quite a bit, so you try and you try and get the pass game going, so at least you 
you step them back a little bit. You actually attempt to cool off a little bit. No, you're but right. Then, because when they yeah, play, someone should be open. Yeah. So and I then, completely understand. And plus, passing is our strength. Absolutely. Yeah. And then that first half, I barely saw any blitzes from, from the Ravens. So at that point, it looks like you're actually nullifying it. That's where they should at least put a couple more. I'm pretty sure. I mean, we don't. I don't have the advanced stats yet, but I'm pretty sure the Ravens did still blitz a lot in the first half. Yeah, I I think they started blitzing more. I saw. I thought in the second half. I think first half they still did blitz, but yeah, but they didn't really get pressure either. You know, so no. I mean, I think I think a lot of it goes to credit their their cornerbacks. I mean, Humphrey Smith and uh, the other guy. It's not here. Marcus Peters. Yeah, I mean, they just did a fantastic job. I mean, Cole Beasley, one target, I think. So yeah, taken out knee injury could be a a bit to that. Hmm. Knox, though, I think Dawson Knox had two catches. I mean, yeah, when they blitz, someone should be open as a hot read. And Allen took a lot of shots downfield. I get it because they're only playing one. They're playing cover one. So there's only Mm. one high safety. You have matchups. The first deep shot to Diggs, he was single covered when he threw the ball, but then the safety really got over there in a good time overthrown. The second one to Diggs had him overthrown. I think we have a different conversation, obviously, if Gabe Davis catches and if Diggs catches. Other than that, though, I mean, that's only two plays. Um, I would have liked to see a scheme where we were able to get the ball out a bit quicker and get some yak yards like Pittsburgh did when Pittsburgh beat Baltimore. But, you know, we're we're talking about a win, so I don't want to be overly critical. I think the one thing they need, they need to get McKenzie the ball a lot more. I mean... He can he can do stuff that that some people can't do, especially on on jet sweeps and all that. You want you want yaks and you want to you want to test the run. You do it through through McKenzie, and we know what he can actually do and what he's actually done this season. In the playoffs, they haven't they haven't utilized him that well. I mean, he's had the two games. He's had two receptions for, for eight yards for a guy that against the number one defense in Miami. And she um, had a, pretty much a career day in there. You thought you would actually ride him a little bit more and scheme a bit more in, but possibly. But I mean, of, when you when you look at our opportunities, I mean, that's it's just a credit to how deep our offense is. Yeah. Targets My, to, targets are placed to McKenzie. Take targets and plays away from Diggs, and I don't want to do that. Yeah, I would have. Okay, no, no, no that's fair, that's like fair enough. See, I mean, obviously, longer drives, more plays. That's when you can do it. On yeah. some of those third downs, give me a jet sweep. Give me a screen pass. Yak yards. Yeah. Give me something like I that. Our field position was was good the majority of the time. Yeah. So yeah. we had no real need to use McKenzie and all that. But on some of the ones where we started a little deeper, maybe like a start halves and all that, when we, get, when we got the, um, obviously the kickoff back, Maybe then would be the time to use um, use McKenzie in a couple of um, packages just to actually um, start it off. I agree. Don't try not to take away much from from digs on there, but and and yeah, there are some plays on there that that you will need digs on. I mean, he's the only he's the second bill in franchise history to have back to back a hundred yard um, games in in the postseason mm-hmm. in the same season. Yeah. Yeah, you, don't, you definitely Lofton. don't want to take targets away from him. 
Yeah. Uh, I mean, a lot of credit has to go to Baltimore's defense. It was a playoff game Mm -hmm. and they shut down Tennessee and they did, they did enough. I mean, they held us to under 20 points, but luckily our Mm. defense played a much better game. Uh, Yeah. I'm really interested to see what Kansas city does tonight uh, to see, you know, what the rest did for them. Uh, You know, the Browns were able to let Pittsburgh kind of come back in it. I'm thinking our Mm. offense is going to have a lot more opportunities next week. Uh, How amazing is it that we're talking about next week? Exactly. I just, I mean, going back to the first topic of the show, (sighs) this is awesome. One, I just want to put in, this is not, this is not a moan. This is not a criticism. It's just, it's just one thing I want to see them actually improve on a little bit. Um, Probably going to be a criticism. A tiny bit. It's not. It's not massive. But I mean, the okay. last two. It's weeks, okay if you're if you're coming from a place of help, which you are. The last two weeks, we've seen, and, I, and I've said this on Twitter last night, is the tackling on there because there have been times. It was last week with um, with Taylor. This week on some of the tackles that. We've tackled them. We've stopped them for a no game, or we could have stopped them for a no game loss, but we didn't complete the challenge. And there were so many missed tackles. And I know McDermott is that stickler for a good tackling um, tackling team. I think that's the one thing. When if we face the Browns or we face um, the Chiefs, I think that's definitely going to be something that they need to work on because they're going to have Chubb. Um, Hunt, uh, Beckham, Landry, those guys who can break challenges that you need to wrap them down. And obviously, Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, uh, Nicole Hardman, Kelsey, you need to get down. (laughs) Yeah. So, so with that, I'm just hoping that that McDermott does work a little bit more on there because if we can, if we start tackling right we can contain a lot more and it'll make it a little bit easier to get these three and outs, get that defense off the, um, off the, um, the field more. Cause I mean, what was it? The Ravens had like 34, 36 minutes of possession in that whole game. That takes a toll on the defense, but if we can, if we can nail down those tackles, get the losses, make them play behind. So they get the three and outs. I think it'd be a lot more easier. That's, that's well, really yeah, the only thing. I agree with you. I think you're maybe overdoing it a little bit because we have. I might be, but it's just- we haven't been a great tackling team all year. We've talked about it all year. They're not going to fix it in one week. But Lamar Jackson nine attempts for 34 yards. J.K. Yeah. Dobbins ten attempts 42 yards. Gus Edwards mm. ten attempts 42 yards. You want to talk about three and outs? I think they had uh, three or four uh, of them in the game. Um, I understand that you want to make the first tackle. I agree with you, mm. but they did the job. Yeah. Oh no, no, no. I get, I get it. They get, they get, they got, they got the job yeah. done, but I'm, I mean, I saw, po- I saw Poyer miss two, but that's it. So that's okay. Mm. You know, no I mean, one Marquee's- missed five tackles in a game, you know, the, the, and, and there was yeah. always someone to get there. I mean, my only, my only example, obviously, with, with McQueese Browning, obviously four yards, 87, uh, four receptions, 87 yards, 21.8%, um, 21.8 yards per um, per reception. There were a couple of times where they had him down on there and they could have tackled him down, but he actually escaped and they didn't complete it properly. As I say, it's, it's not, I'm not, I'm not coming on here to criticise, criticise that. It's just something that I, 
I would be concerned about going into the um, into the next game. But no, I can I can totally understand where you're coming from because it's the playoffs, and you mm. want to be perfect because you have to be almost. So yeah. I, I completely see where you're coming from. Uh, I, I guess be, because of our fantasy football group chat, I, I don't want to go too far into the criticism zone. Um, I don't think Tom listens to this, but if he does, hi, Tom. I hope you enjoyed the game. He was at the game. Um, yeah. It's but, hard to pick apart a team that won a playoff game, especially when they only allowed three. Oh, yeah. But oh, we yeah. also only There's... scored 17 points. I'm more worried about the offense having, um, you know, I, I wouldn't say the Colts game was a bad game offensively, but uh, this one was only one offensive touchdown. So, like I said, c- complete credit to Baltimore's defense. Their secondary is amazing. Um, Mm. I'm not worried. I'm just hoping that Josh isn't too hard on himself because we know he can be. So I was really worried at halftime. I'm like, is Josh going to be so pissed that he goes hero ball or is he going to, you know, shell up and go conservative, but a credit to him, Mm. his maturity and the coaching staff, they kept a level head all game. And even when things weren't going, they still stuck to it. And, you know, they, they, they got the job done. No matter what yeah. we did or didn't do, they got the job done. It's the playoffs, and that's all that matters. So, so before I give the final word this time, because I usually give you that, um, quick off the top of your head, Chiefs or Browns, or do you not care? I haven't answered that question yet, and I'm not going to again. I don't care. <laughs> well, I put, I've still got the... Um, poll up on uh, on twitter i think i put it up that i gave three options chiefs browns and don't care super bowl bound um there's still well at the time of this recording there's still five and a half hours left to um to vote on there so far we've got the chiefs at 12 percent browns at 41 percent and just 47 percent of the 288 people that voted that she said who cares we're super bowl bound all right i'll quickly answer the question the Chiefs are also one-dimensional, and we kind of held them. Yeah. The Browns worry me because Chubb and Hunt, but Baker can also throw the ball to um, uh, Hooper or Landry. So the Browns being more balanced worries me. They're a lot like the Colts in that sense, but the Browns have a mm-hmm. worse defense. So that's exciting. Okay. But I don't care. because mm. the AFC fucking championship game. Yeah, exactly. Holy shit. It doesn't yeah. matter who we play because I trust this team. Look at what our defense did. Look at what our coaching mm. staff did. Look at what Allen's done all year. Yeah. I don't care. Bring it on. Let's go. So my final, well, I've got two final words. So I've got one announcement to make as well. But obviously we've got celebrity fans like William Fitchner, Chad Michael Murray, Wolf Blitzer, Abby Wombat, um, Chris Behrman, John Cusack coming out and what, and... The one thing that I got really surprised about, which I saw last night. Number Sanders. Formula One. Yeah. Um, and apparently Daniel Baldwin. We get a Baldwin. but A Baldwin. Not the best Baldwin, but. Yeah, but we, we've got a bold, Baldwin. But the one that really perked me up was um, was Daniel Ricciardo, Formula One um, superstar, Australian, where he tweeted a pitch. He's never been to Buffalo, never been through a table, but he's, he's <laughs> repping the Bills. Um, for it, I mean, if 
if we can reach out to him, someone can reach out to him, we'll try to tweet him and all that. If the Bills do win the Super Bowl, he's got to do a shoey. Now, for all those that don't know what who Daniel Ricardo is, don't know what a shoey is, it's an Australian tradition where they take a shoe, they fill it with, with beer, and they just chug it down. A fresh shoe, hopefully? No, Daniel Ricardo does it um, when he's done it. He's done it from the actual shoe he was actually in the race with. How long are those races? So they can go on for about, about an hour and a half or so, about 70 laps. How hot is it in those well. cars? Oh, my God. Oh, Ugh. Yeah. So he actually, he actually pours, he pours the champagne into the shoe and necks it. If he's, if we, if we okay. can tweet out and reach to him on there, if he does, we'll actually, um, we'll do that. And I mean, look, yeah, no, all right. If he does it, I'll do it. Yeah. Sure. Well, I've, I've, I've had to reboot what I said on yesterday. Yeah, you said you were going through a table. Podcast. Yeah. That's probably not going to happen with my <laughs> knee um, on there. Yeah. But if we win, I also said that if, um, that's if, the Bills win the Super Bowl and Josh Allen wins the um, wins the MVP. So I can't remember if I said Super Bowl MVP or regular season MVP, but <laughs> you gave yourself an out. There. I actually say because obviously with my knee, I won't. I probably won't be able to do it for a yeah, good yeah, yeah. God knows how how long. But you there. can do a if shoey. Do win, so I can do a shoey. If he does, I can also get a tattoo. We'll do it too. I can even I get a tattoo of the Josh Allen Josh Allen Bills logo. Okay. All right. Getting some ink. Very nice. Very nice. All right. <laughs> but the the other the other thing just before we before we go is special announcement. We finally got it. We finally are able to bring an interview with someone we've been chasing for um, a while. We will be bringing you a an interview with Christian Wade. Awesome. Can't wait. We've got we've managed after what i think is about two years of trying <laughs> we've 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 got him we've roped him in hopefully it should be out um within the next few days but we're looking forward to it and i hope you keep um keep the notifications on you keep subscribing and and following and and sharing the um the at rwbb underscore podcast at uk underscore bills buffalo bills uk on facebook and uh, and youtube and for this time until next time unless you have anything else to to add no man no can't so wait for this to do time an AFC championship preview show yeah so until that uh, until that show it's uh for alex it's for me it's good morning good afternoon good evening thank you for listening subscribing and following and go bills Go Bills. You don't know anything about heart. You don't know anything about work. Huh? That's who we are. Bills on three. One, two, three. Bills.